Hello, and welcome to my first ever podcast. I am Juliana, and I will be talking about superheroes that we learned about this semester, some other superheroes, and my thoughts on them. So, for to start off with, I'll let you know what my original definition of a superhero was. So, originally, when I when someone asked me what is a superhero, I would think of a really big, strong man that has superpowers that no human could have. Someone probably like Superman is the first person that would come to mind. And they would do heroic things like save the world, lift up buses, pick up the earth, things that no ordinary human can do. But as I would find out after going through the semester, my um, appreciation for superheroes would grow and my idea of them would change. So this was the first time I've ever read any type of comic in my life. So my first comic ever was Hawkeye. And so when I first started reading it, I was very thrown off. I'm not going to lie because I'd never read something with a visual interval monologue before. And there weren't as many words as I was used to, way more pictures than I was used to. And I think that... um, that kind of threw me off because normally everything that I need to know is in words on the page, at least in the books that I read. So for me, this was a huge adjustment that took a while. I did really enjoy looking at the pictures and I could tell what they wanted me to pay attention to because there was like the big bubbles that said like boom and like crash and the big scenes like that. Like I could tell when Clint was hurt and what was happening but I wasn't sure of all of the details when I first started reading them. I remember specifically in the Hawkeye where it's through Pizza Dog's eyes there were no words because it was through the dog's perception the only words you could hear were commands that dogs normally understand and I had to ask for some help because I really had no idea what I was supposed to be looking at. I was so thrown off but as soon as I figured it out I thought it was a really cool way to give a different perspective um, on what's happening in the story to give different viewpoints because it was the same storyline just told through Pizza Dog's eyes. Um, I, like I said, I thought that at first the comics were really hard to understand, but after practicing and reading them more, they became slightly easier. I did notice, though, in the Hawkeye series specifically, Clint, one of the first things that stood out to me was him being in the hospital in one of the first couple of scenes. I was not used to this because, like I said, my original thought of superheroes was that they were these unbeatable, unbreakable people, and Clint is in a full-body cast in a hospital. I was completely thrown off by that. But I think that this leads to an interesting conversation on the stereotype male traits that are often found in superheroes and whether or not they are good for children and other people to be reading because it holds people to a unrealistic expectation of themselves because people often view superheroes as um, ways that they can better themselves in obtainable, in some obtainable ways. And being like Superman will just never be obtainable with his stereotypical strength and good looks and speed and he has like the pretty girl so I just think that that's a lot and Clint was different because I mean he had a couple girls but none of them were like steady he didn't have like um a pepper such as uh, like Iron Man had 
And um, I think that his switch up from the stereotypical roles was a very good um, way to start a conversation as to how superheroes can change for the betterment of people and their ways. I think that this also leads into how comic books are just changing in general and how minorities are being brought into the comic books and movies as more prominent roles and leads in them. So I think we're going to talk about that next. I have a special guest. So I have my roommate Sam here with me who is a comic book expert, loves comics, And Sam is going to discuss with us these females in comics. So let's start off with Kate Bishop. Hi, Sam. Hi. So Kate Bishop is Hawkeye in one of, or in a bunch of the Hawkeye comics. She is Clint's equal in the comics because Clint views her and respects her as an equal. In multiple of the comics, he calls her Hawkeye instead of just his sidekick or some other lesser part of being Hawkeye. How do you feel about that? Well, I think it's pretty cool that it's, like, not really a question of their difference in genders, but more a difference in their generations, because he respects her as a result of all the experiences that she had prior to him becoming Hawkeye. And then you can also kind of bring in that other idea of her being a female and still being considered his equal. Yes, no, I totally agree. That's a great part of the comic. Specifically in the one comic, I remember Clint referred to Kate as his mentor throughout learning how to use the bow and arrow. And she is the reason why he is such a great hero, which I think is a great step for females in comics. Yeah, I totally agree, and I feel like even, like, going back to comics to do with, like, Wonder Woman, females were always sexualized in a lot of the comics that you were reading, and then Hawkeye was, like, a first step towards more of an equality view. I think that's a great point, Sam, that she was not so sexualized in Hawkeye, but I think that they took it a little bit too far when they tried to create the movie Captain Marvel, with the feminism drive because it was just a little bit overpowering and took up most of the movie and away from the fact that she was also a hero. Yeah, like I feel like they were very much trying to to run with the idea of of just a female lead that they were just so they got too fixated on the concept of just having her as more of powerful being that she her character development was almost hurt as a result of it like she just had these inconsistent powers they were scared to have a female lead with any male supporting roles because they thought that it was going to take away from the the fact that it was the first marvel movie or i mean comic where there was a female lead and it was almost like if you look back at like the captain america movies where you obviously have steve rogers as the lead and and you can say peggy's like a supporting role and she's obviously portrayed as like a stronger female but she's just very much not strong on her own like she needs him as more of a like support and it was almost like they were scared scared to to not just have a female and like as like a main character who ends up saving the world all by herself exactly like it was like they were scared that they were going to resort resort back to like a damsel in distress type role 
Yes, I totally agree. I think that that's a great point. I think that they did a much better job with Black Widow and her character development. I think that she was a very solid female role all by herself. Um, and her character, even though had appeared in the Avengers previously, I think that that gave her more of an advantage when her movie and comic went out on its own because people had already know, known who she was and had an interest in her, so this was more about her backstory. Yeah, like I definitely think that that was a key part that they had in the Black Widow comics that they just didn't have in Captain Marvel, where we already knew who Black Widow was. There were already like a bunch of subtle references to her past, like even how how Clint and Natasha obviously constantly bring up Budapest and, and all of their operations and everything and everything that they're doing. And so then you get to the Black Widow comics and it's really just getting an understanding of who she is as a person. Whereas Captain Marvel, they're trying to do that all in this one comic and it's just not it's just not happening the way that they were planning to and it almost hurts her as a character and hurts the story as a whole. Yeah, I think that Marvel in general is just new to female leads because the world wasn't really ready for it until recently when there was more of a call for it. And I think that you can see a call for minority superheroes in general through Black Panther. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I mean, when you look at Black Panther, obviously it's just thought of as Wakanda as like this foreign country that deserves respect because they're more traditional. But um, but like little does everyone know, like the rest of the world, I mean, that they possess just copious amounts of vibranium. They've done so much with it and they've become so much more technologically advanced. And it's just not looked on that way because of their location and the fact that generally speaking, all these African countries are thought of as being more poor and little does everyone know that Wakanda is, just has this great wealth of natural resources. I think that because of ethnocentrism, we we disregard the fact that there could be other forms of wealth in other countries that we just aren't aware of, such as Wakanda with the vibranium. But I think they did something really cool with the movie where they got an all-African cast to play the people from Wakanda, showing that um, for the first time ever there would be a all-African cast. And I think that Chad Chadwick Boseman was a great choice for the lead. And it's so unfortunate that he died. So it'll be very interesting to see how they continue or if they continue this monumental movie without him. Yeah, I completely agree. I feel like they got such a good cast for for Black Panther. I mean, just having Michael B. Jordan in there as well. And it's just so tragic that Chadwick Boseman did have to pass away because, I mean, I'm, I'm very curious as to what the plans are for Marvel in the future in terms of, like, minority roles in comics in the future. True, but I think the success of the movie will definitely start and continue conversations with minority people in... Um, movies and comics going forward. Thank you so much for joining us today, Sam. It was great to have your input on these important topics. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It was a great time. I think that with Hawkeye, another interesting point that the authors of it decided to point out was his hearing disability and him wearing... This isn't super common among heroes to have disabilities, and I think that it brought um, a great 
point up about how we need to have more variation and variety of superheroes so there can be more inclusion for everyone. I also think that Clint's disability and his hearing aid allowed for great character development and um, within his character because he had to trust people, which is something that he had struggled with in the earlier Hawkeye comics. And him being able to trust people and rely on others to an extent shows great growth in his character. I think that by giving Clint a hearing aid, he was able to relate to a lot more people. For example, Walker, one of the authors that wrote an article about how he was hearing impaired as a child, felt that he could really relate to Clint and thought it was really cool how the authors wrote it in um, to his comic. So I think that while Clint hearing did eventually get fixed in later Hawkeyes for the time being it was um, a really cool thing to add it to his character and um, able to give more people something to relate to. I think that this semester um, the Hawkeye series has given me much broader of a picture of what a real superhero is because as previously mentioned before, what I used to think of a real superhero is nowhere close to what I think of a superhero as now. I would now call a superhero someone who is a average person that does extraordinary things and puts themselves after others or others before themselves. And I think that they have to someone who definitely works on themselves and strives to become a better person, which is exactly what Clint does. And I think it's really cool that Clint, as a superhero, is able to relate to older adults as opposed to Spider-Man and Superman who are more child-based with their superpowers. Because Clint is just an ordinary guy, he's much more relatable for adults and young adults that like to read comics. And I think that this was a really rewarding semester in being able to learn about the different types of art that comics produce to the population and how many people are affected and relate to them. So I hope you enjoyed my first ever podcast. And thank you so much for listening.